Hi, how you doing? Rap Rat here. Okay, so today's uh, message is going to be about programming. You know, it's um, I, I've talked a lot about this, and I think it's so critical to how we understand ourselves and our environment that we live in. And I don't think that most of us take the time, the consideration to determine how we think and why we think the way we think and what we do and why we do what we do. It is so interesting to me how the human mind works. It's so interesting, like, you know, like I remember watching a movie before called The Experimenter, and he was talking... He was trying to determine how it was possible that the people who were involved in the Holocaust actually did what they did with very little remorse and justifying that it's, you know, the case. And, you know, for a long time, even before that, I was always interested in the way our mind works because I was always bewildered by my own. <laughs> And how I would react to things, even though I would know that that thing that was happening wasn't a negative thing, but I would attribute a negative action to it. Even if somebody was trying to give me constructive criticism, it would come across in my feelings and in my mind as uh, an attack. And my reactions would come up and I would react as an attack. And afterwards, I'd have to think about it and think, okay, what they're saying is not wrong. And I realized, you know, afterwards, looking at the situation, I would have to realize and go, yeah, those are areas that I lack. Those are areas that I have struggle in. Those are areas that I need to work on. And they weren't wrong. <laughs> However, the reaction that I have was that I was being accused of something. I was being attacked. I was being, you know, and it almost had like I had to fight for my life. And it wasn't based on a reality whatsoever. It was based on my perception of how I feel about what somebody's saying about me at that particular time. Which was overwhelmingly bewildering to me because when I would think about it afterwards, I would realize and recognize that I overreacted. And uh, the reality is that situation was true. And even though I wanted to be somebody who had the potential to be open to constructive criticism, I realized and recognized that I wasn't very good at it. I wasn't really, really willing to listen to that because it was somehow taking uh, something inside of me and making me feel like I'm being attacked and I may be killed if I don't fight back, which is crazy. But it's just how I felt, you know, and then so it was really difficult for me to, you know, and okay, I had a lot of experiences from my past from being, you know, having dyslexia and not being able to read and for a long time and, 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 being feeling like I was stupid, feeling like I was not good enough. And, you know, and then that manifested when somebody would say something to me that was not exactly the way I wanted to hear it. It would be like this wall would come up and I would be ready to fight. And, uh, you know, being bullied a lot when I was a kid and being told all kinds of things about me that wasn't right, but 
they would accuse me of that and, you know, fighting back from that and always having this fear that I was going to be um, uh, falsely accused of something that I didn't do. And, and when that actually happened and I had to go to court for it and, you know, and all that. But, you know, wonderfully through all that struggle in life and all that difficulty and all that stuff that you have to fight through, you learn about what's going on in here. You learn about who you really are. You learn about what it is that you're doing and why you're doing what you're doing because you have to. Because you have to figure out why am I overreacting to this situation? Why am I why am I doing this? Why am I so you, you figure that out and you realize pretty quickly that a lot of times we act out of a uh, instinct instead of uh, intellectually instead of looking at something passively without an emotional um, context to it, we just emotion, uh, we automatically switch to this emotional thing that causes us to react instead of proact, which you would do over here if you were more intellectually minded. But somehow we just don't, we didn't do it. I didn't do that. And I realized, that, you know, and recognize in ministry and walking and working with people and helping people and helping people understand why they do what they do. A lot of the time they don't know. And, you know, they just do what they do because it's how they were programmed to do. It's how they were hypnotized to believe that they were. And, and we all are hypnotized to a, a state, you know, and a while back I, I read this book called uh, psycho cybernetics, right? And, and it was all about uh, uh, neural programming and how to use actual words to an, an emotion and uh, visualization skills in order to achieve the success in the area of their thoughts and emotions that you want to receive. And so it's interesting that it, <laughs> it was, it's, you know, this uh, this book was written like in the 40s, I think. And the guy was a plastic surgeon. And what he realized is even if he did the actual plastic surgery that the people that he was doing it to, uh, and they were now exactly what they wanted, uh, at the end of the surgery, they still weren't happy. They still didn't see it. They still saw themselves as still having a crooked nose or whatever the situation was repaired. And so he realized pretty quickly that, yeah, yeah, I can make money doing plastic surgery, but the reality is uh, I'm not helping anybody. They, they still believe that they're still ugly. They still believe that their nose still doesn't look good. And, you know, you can see that now, even in some people who uh, go a little over the top when it comes to plastic surgery and they go further and further and further and further. And then they don't even look real anymore, but because they can't even see the reality of what's looking right in their face because they are, they are hypnotized. They are programmed to see themselves in a way that's not positive and they see negative and they're not willing to understand that the thought process that they're having is wrong and so they just keep on going through this physical thing of changing their physical changing their physical hoping that it'll achieve the goal but if their perception of themselves 
it's so askew that they can't even see the reality. I had the same thing for me. Like, I remember when I was uh, late in my, like, 40s, and I was thinking about myself, and, you know, I was thinking about growing up, and I was thinking about, I always was fat. I was always fat. I was always fat. I, it was my regular uh, conversation that I had. I would see myself in images from my childhood as being overweight, in my teenage years from being overweight, in my early 20s from being overweight. I would actually see the images from uh, memories that I had. And I was inflating myself physically in my memories to see myself as I perceived myself, not the way I was. It wasn't until I got to a point where I go, hold on a second. Let's look at some external uh, verifications in order to determine if what I am remembering is accurate or not. So let me think back. Okay, when I was 25, 24, what was I doing? Okay, I was a a bouncer. I was a a cook. I was a chef. I was uh, working out all the time. I was dancing all the time. Okay, so, okay, I was physically very active. Okay, all night long, I'd be dancing. Like, I after the club, like, I would work. After work, I would go down to the, down because I worked in a restaurant upstairs in the dance club downstairs. I would go to the dance club downstairs, dance club downstairs, and I'd either be bouncing or I'd be dancing all night long. I mean, like, all night long. And when I had my job, when I was working, we had our storage unit for the restaurant was in the bottom, in the basement, which I had to carry like 100 pounds, 150 pounds on my shoulders, up three flights of stairs, at least five or six times a night. At least. Because I was the only one physically able to do it. So what I, people I work with, I would I'd be running up and down the stairs, carrying this 150 pounds on my shoulder, and like literally running because we needed the thing that I needed to get downstairs right away because we were running short and we had orders coming in. <laughs> so I would do this, and then I would dance all night long. And then I had a... a a revelation that I'm like, wait, 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 wait a second. At that time, what size pants was I wearing? I was wearing size 32. And then I realized, hold on a second, I was wearing size 32. That's not overweight. That's fit. I'm like, yeah, I could do a, a backflip from a standing position. You know, I could spin on my head. I was a break dancer. I could spin on my head. I could do a bunch of stuff. I'm like, Wait a second. Obviously, how could you do that if you were in my inflated mind of 300 and something pounds? How can I do that? It was physically not possible. So I had to get the reality of the situation and look at and then looked at pictures of myself in my Taekwondo uniform going, I don't look fat there at all. I look lean. It's, it's, I, looked, I was tall and I was lean. I wasn't overweight. And another ch- picture of myself was as a child. Oh, maybe I had chubby cheeks, but I wasn't overweight. I went, wait a second. I had all these memories. It's, it's, it's my reality. My reality said that this. No, 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 no. That's, yeah, yeah, that's your reality, which is not the reality. It was my reality, which wasn't actually reality. It was a conflation of information that I was justifying and using to verify that I have uh, always been overweight. And so what's the point of even trying to lose weight 
What's the point of even trying to eat properly? I'm always going to be overweight. I'm never going to be thin because I've always been that way. And it's not even the truth. But it was the reality that I lived in. And I had to knock myself out of that programming. I had to knock that uh, dehypnotizing stuff off so I can go... Whoosh, it wasn't until I started reading the Word and started spending time with God that I actually got more information about who I really am, who I really am. Like, like, oh my gosh. When God, when people tell you, stop using other people to judge who you are and stop thinking about who you are, your information about who you are is not even valid. Whose information is valid about what you are and who you are? Only God's. He's the only one you could trust. Why can I only trust God? Because He's the only one that's not confused by programming. He's the only one that's not uh, hypnotized to, he's, he's outside of that, looking in going, why do you think that way? Why are you acting like that way? Why do you think this person's your enemy? Why do you think that person's your enemy? Why? Because you heard this person over here telling it to you all the time. This person over here was telling you this all the time. And so you heard it all the time. So what happens when you get into an environment where you hear things all the time, you see things all the time, you start to believe it's true. You start to get to the point where you have this understanding that, oh, well, obviously that's true. And then society itself is going through that same process right now with the LGBT thing, with the, the wars, with all this kind of stuff. Society, maybe some corporate, you know, big people, are trying to control us to make us believe what we are and who we are and what we believe in and, and how you believe in and, you know, the, why you are uh, not normal, you know, why you are different than everybody else, why you are, uh, you know, not supporting this person, even though this other person did something horrible and something un- recognizable as human compassion terrible 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 things and then you don't even look at them as they did something bad you've been so programmed you think these other people who were attacked are the wrong ones you know you don't even look at the reality of a situation you have a war that's taking place between a big country and a little country and you think, oh, that's Goliath, and that's uh, that's David. You know, you have to support David. He's a, that's a small country. It's a big, but, but David in this situation isn't David. David has David is Goliath, and Goliath is hiding behind a smaller David, and this Goliath is pushing on another Goliath, and it's looking like it's David, but it's not David at all. It's Goliath going against the Goliath, but using David as the guy in between to control the situation so they can make money. It's all about money. It's all about power. It's all about control. You are a pawn in the system if you're not willing to change that, if you're not willing to actually take the blinders off that people have created on you, your environment is created. TV programs you. The news programs you. Everything you hear on the radio programs you. All this information becomes this thing that you think that if everybody's talking about it, then it must be true. If everybody's saying it, then it must be true. If this person's saying it, then it must be true. If that person's saying it, then it must be true. 
Well, maybe they're all being paid to try to convince you that something that's true is not true. Maybe they're trying to continue the programming because they don't want you to think clearly. They want you to keep reacting in emotions. They don't want this intelligent, uh, logical mind to say, hold on a second. Why is that person, when they say that to me, I'm reacting out of emotion when I know that what they're saying is true. But my emotions come in and attack that person because they're coming against some kind of programming that doesn't want me to believe it. But I have to snap myself out of it and go, hold on. I know that's true. So why don't I just believe it's true? Because something doesn't want me to believe it's true. There's a thing that I'm fighting against. The battlefield is in here. There's a thing in there that's been programmed for years. And they're trying to keep me to think this way. And meanwhile, God's in this guy going, open your eyes. Open your eyes. Why do you think so many... Um, Governments that do not like freedom hate faith. They hate Christianity. They hate belief. Why? Because it reveals the truth. The truth is dangerous to people who want to control people. Worst thing you can do is give them the truth. You give them a truth, that'll work. A truth that we developed, that'll work. A truth that we understand, That'll be that'll be better, you know, because then we can use them. You know, I always thought the Matrix was just this big, huge piece of garbage. Like, you know, I watched the show, I liked the show, I thought it was interesting, but you know, really, being used for our electrical components in our brain to create power, our our heat to create electricity, to generate power, to sustain this uh, machine that can use us as maybe not so far off the truth except that we're not in this little cubby we're actually just walking around programmed programmed to buy that thing that makes them money programmed to say that thing that causes division amongst us to feel that thing that doesn't cause us to come together and to understand one another and to support one another. It's better. You know, uh, I, you may not, you may recognize, or you may not recognize that I feel different right now. This, I am no longer allowed to post anything up on uh, YouTube anymore. I've been doing my podcast on YouTube for well over a year now. And I've been doing podcasts before that even. But they're no longer allowing me to put anything up there anymore. They're just stopping me from uploading my videos onto YouTube. They had told me a few times that I've been saying things that they don't like, that I was breaking some kind of rules. And I wasn't saying anything like I'm saying right now. I was not even telling people anything. I was just uplifting people and praying for people and encouraging people and telling them they're doing a good job. And, and you know, that's it. That's what I was doing. But they don't like the fact that I want to talk about God can change the way you think. And then that can change the way you are. 
The way I think has changed and I am losing weight and getting in shape and I'm no longer diabetic. I am no longer have high blood pressure. I have, I no longer have cholesterol issue. I am changing because I've changed. I have stopped the programming. I have de-hypnotized myself. I see the world as it is, not as I see things. And it's not, it's just like the people who come out of the matrix and they look around going, oh man, this is harsh life, man. This is difficult. It is harsh and difficult when you're looking around going, I can't believe people are supporting murderers. I can't believe that people are not fighting back against the loss of their freedom. I can't believe that people who are intelligent are marching and supporting a group of people that are known to be terrorists who have murdered and killed. It doesn't matter the context, why it happened, where it happened, when it happened. The way it happened and what happened is the truth. The other conditions are all programmed. So it just, it boggles my mind to think that this world and, you know, and we are trying so hard to create division amongst all of us. We are trying so hard to create a society full of people who believe that the best relationship they could have is with somebody of the same sex. Okay, I'm not begrudging that that's what you want to do. That's what you want to do. That's what your choice. You can do that. No problem whatsoever. But what if you're doing that out of a sense of programming? What if you've been hypnotized to believe that? And maybe the people hypnotizing you to believe that are the people on the top who are making all this money. And how are they making money? And what are they trying to do? What if... I'm not a conspiracy theorist, although it probably sounds like I am right now. But what if? Let me just say, what if? What if there's a country that decided, how do we destroy them from the inside? Well, how do we destroy them from the inside? Well, if we can stop them from reproducing, uh, maybe within four or five generations from now, they won't have enough people on in their country to have enough soldiers to fight, to have enough scientists to create, to have enough people to produce, and they will now be dependent on us so let's take the long term. So, okay, how do we get into the inside and how do we destroy it? How about we convince people that they shouldn't be having children? How about we get them to rebel against the, their parents and their parents thing? Well, how about we tell them that marriage is just a waste of time? How about we tell them that not only marriage is a waste of time, the actual institute of uh, being in a, a loving relationship between a man and a woman is just a, a waste of time. Having kids? You're better off to be free to do whatever you want to do. Okay, so th what would that do? That would stop people from having marriages, stop people from having children, stop people. You're in a, a relationship, a man and a man, you can't have a baby. You can't. A woman and woman, you can't have a baby. You just can't. You know, maybe you can find some other means to get that done, but it's still, in a, a global sense, 
you are taking down the ability for a country to reproduce itself. So then maybe four generations from now, you can then take over. I don't know if there's a country out there that has that kind of mindset that can think long term and to do that kind of thing. Maybe. But what does it do to your life now? Are you actually part of the people who believe that you are attracted to the, the same sex? Maybe you are. Or maybe you heard it so much in your life. Maybe you hear this person's like, that's a good thing. Are you, are you sure you're not that way? Are you sure? Oh, but you're a little feminine, so you must be that way. Are you, well, you know, are you sure you don't like that? Are you sure? 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 Well, after all the sures, you might get to a point where you go, I, I'm not sure anymore. Dude, I thought I was fat my whole life, but I wasn't. I was sure. I would testify in court that I was fat my whole life because I was sure I was a hundred percent sure. And I was a hundred percent wrong. I was a hundred percent wrong, but I believed it. I believed it. <laughs> Is it possible you believe something? That you believe that you believe 100%, but you're absolutely wrong. It's possible. Isn't it good that you would maybe look intellectually and patiently at why you think the way you think? And maybe go into a situation where you spend time with God in prayer and say, Lord, show me who I really am. Because you're the only one who's outside of this environment that can actually speak wisdom into me. Because you are not controlled by the matrix. You are not. Uh, you are not hypnotized. You are not programmed. You are the only entity in this entire universe that's not programmed by memories from our past and what people said. And people, you have been outside of that forever. You're the only one that could speak wisdom into this. So go do that. Yes. <laughs> Being born again is one of the most important things you can ever do because you get to spend eternity with God. But what if the only thing you could ever do on this earth to truly walk in real freedom is also to be born again and to have the to have God himself speak into your life to say, this is who you are. I don't care what you think your emotions tell you. I don't care what you think your history tells you. I don't care what your parents told you. I don't care what your teachers told you. This is who you are. It is an important, an important thing to do, not just for your afterlife, because it's coming. We're all going to die. You will have to spend eternity somewhere. You may not want to believe it, but you are going to be there. I guarantee we will all die. And at that moment, you'll know the truth. And the truth at that point might not set you free. But if you learn the truth now, it will set you free. But it has to be the truth. The truth. 
Not a truth. Not your truth. Not a truth. The truth. One of the most important things I think we need to learn as believers, and after we get born again and walk in it and get baptized in the Holy Spirit, is that we learn discernment. We learn discernment. Right? So you can actually walk into a situation and somebody could say, Thus saith the Lord. And you go, uh, No. No. Why? Because I have discernment and I don't feel the Spirit in that. It'll be critical because there are going to be false teachers who are going to come. There are going to be false Christ who will come. And they're going to convince a lot of people. If you don't have discernment, if you don't have the Holy Spirit guiding you, you could easily walk the wrong way. I love you. I love you so much. I really, 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 really hope and wish and pray that you actually get freedom. <laughs> it's not easy. It's not easy being free. It's not. When you see all the programming around you and you think, ah, maybe I should just take that, uh, what was it, the blue pill, the red pill, which one ever put you back into the matrix. It's like, oh my gosh, now I got to take responsibility for the way I think. I got to take responsibility the way I act. I got to take responsibility to not get angry when somebody says something that's a lie. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not the truth. So don't worry about it. People told me lies. People told lies about me. Trying to get me in trouble with the, the government and or from the police. And I had to stand firm for years to get to a point where all that lies were proven to be false. And I got innocent. So I've been accused of things in the past and they weren't true. I've lost jobs because people said things that weren't true. All because I've always believed in saying the truth. And being honest and being forthright and not allowing people to take advantage of other people because it didn't feel right to do that. What are you going to do? I say all this to say, I love you. 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 I hope. I really hope. I hope. I pray. I hope. Lord, I hope and I pray that you will hear this, feel this, test this, test it, test him, accept him as your Lord and Savior and say, okay, Lord, show me, show me who I really am. I believe 100% what Frederick says. He says, you're the only place that has the truth. Okay. Give me my truth. Give me the truth. I want the truth. I want the truth. Who am I? What am I? What am I supposed to be doing? How am I supposed to think? And then be still. And know that he is God. 
Learn how to be still. Learn how to shut everything down. I have videos still on YouTube that will explain how to do that if you want to go watch those. They're on there for now. They're not taking them off, so they're still there. I just can't add anything new. So for now, they're there. I have everything backed up on hard drives anyway, so I can put them all up on Rumble if need be. I might do that. Anyways, I love you. I really do. I really love you. I take this opportunity to speak these truths because I love you. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you.